Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, Crusa E Pod of Wales. Welcome to Pod of Wales. I'm Kira Pritchard McLean. And I'm Essel Sears. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm actually gonna be ticking two things off my bucket list. Sharing a bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three. <laughs> Go on. Staying in Porpeirion and eating in Porpeirion. <laughs> yes. Well we're starting in Porpeirion and then we're following a trail basically that goes via the Welsh Highland Railways mm-hmm. up to Blaen to the amazing Llechwith Slate Quarry, which has got so much going on. There's Sip World, there's Bounce Below, there's Underground Golf, there's glamping. We're going to be sampling as much as we can, yeah. as much as our pelvic floors will allow. <laughs> We're going to get spikes of adrenaline along the way. I know that my adrenaline will spike higher when I'm in Port Mary and unable to parrot facts at you than I would on a zip line. Oh, you're one of these people. I cannot tell oh. you how much. Uh, the, the love I feel for Port Mary is what I imagine other people feel for their children. Right. I absolutely love the place. I'm buzzing to tell you everything I know about it, to be like, oh, 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 look at this bit, look at this bit. I think it is the most magical place in the world. Do you know what's a shame for you is I hate other people's children. <laughs> I'm really excited because this is somewhere that I feel like I have dipped my toe in as a tourist. And my experience of this area as well is holidaying here with my family back in the 80s and 90s. Like Blina especially, I don't know very much about. And I pass through it and always think, oh, this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the the train I've always wanted to do. And that's going to be really genteel. Be living (laughs) my best Agatha Christie life (laughs) on that. And Port Marion is really sort of creative and inspiring. And then just pure adrenaline junkie stuff as I vomit down myself <laughs> on some kind of attraction and ruin it for the children. But then if if you're vomiting on yourself, you're probably going to vomit on me as well because from my understanding with the zip line, we're going down together. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> so maybe vomit into the wind or get a poncho at the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> Can I expense that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm Myrick Jones, I'm the location manager at Port Mirion, this wonderful little Italianate village in North Wales. I absolutely love it here. You've got the only job other than mine that I would want. <laughs> I, I do feel very lucky. Um, the work we do is the same as any other workplace, but it's an incredible office to do it in. Yeah. Yeah. But it was one man's vision, uh, the architect, Sir Cliff Williams Ellis, who had a, a burning ambition as a 23-year-old to build a village. 23-year-old? Yeah. What? Yeah, he thought about this and he said, yeah, I want to build a village. So he waited then 20 years to find the right site and then came across this site in 1925. Uh, but what's it to Cliff is all the wonderful cliff edges we have here, this amphitheatre ravine in the middle, the view over the wonderful Dooried estuary and eventually the 70-acre headland, which has got a 90 miles of footpath in as well. Yeah. So it was a bland canvas to build on, really. So he went to see the Midland Bank and he borrowed £5,000 and he bought it. I'll hold... give you 10 for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll negotiate that later. Okay. So it took 50 years to build everything we have here now, which is 60 hotel rooms and 13 stuff catering cottages. When I was 23, I think maybe I built like a Billy bookcase <laughs> from Ikea. I built an overdraft I've yet to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I admire that so much though. Yeah. You know me, I've read the book, yeah. literally. <laughs> and I didn't realise that he had almost searched the world 
and yet his family home is only up the road. And I think that's such a beautiful Welsh thing yeah. of like, what are you looking for? Home? Did he live yeah. on site there? No, he lived six miles from here, uh, past Bandano, his ancestral home. Uh, so this was his plaything, his, his office, his okay. place that he would come. And he had all these ideas for 20 years in his head, you know, he wanted to show that you could have fun with architecture, yeah. but also he knew you could work with nature. Yeah. So when he found the right site, you know, he was let loose then. Mm -hmm. So he built quickly in the first 10 years. You know, he wanted the place to look old. He wanted Plumberland to be his home for fallen buildings, mm. or was there are buildings taken down and rebuilt here. Okay. But he also called it his architectural mongrel, <laughs> because um, he borrowed from every range of architecture he yeah. could. But that wouldn't work unless you could join them together somehow. So he yeah. joined them together with the Italian the colours of Portofino that he was a big fan yeah. of. I love that it's eccentric, his pure vision, that you're like, oh, this is, this is Wales. Yeah, it is, yeah. Did he spend definitely. much time in Italy then? Uh, no, not really. He, he, was, he travelled the world, mm. um, but um, he, he did um, go to Portofino and he arrived by boat mm. and he opened the curtains in the morning, saw the colour terraces and said, yeah, if, if I do my village, I want, to, right. I want to do it. Did he ever get married? Oh, he did. And his wife was very critical of him. Um, oh! <laughs> I would have loved to have been his wife. Yeah. Not, I mean, I know nothing about the man, but just to just to lord it around here, I would love it. I bet she hated it. Do you think? Yeah, I bet she's like that thick. You know how <laughs> women feel about the shed at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Do you think she would have hated it? I think it would have felt like a mistress. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a shame taking all his money and time and thought up. <laughs> oh, what a place to have a party! You're so absolutely. negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, about men, yeah. <laughs> There's always creative people that get this, you know. It's yeah. people who think outside the box. It's been an inspiration to so many people and writers yeah. and, and, and uh, musicians and artists. It's a, it is quite special, really. This statue that we're next to, if I get this right. Yes. Hello, do you know right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, to Jokia. When you go up, then you go on the road on your downwards. Yeah. Well, I do a fun roll road still. Of course. It's my uh, daughter's swimming instructor. <laughs> <laughs> That is the Welshest thing you can put in the podcast. <laughs> and I don't think people realise, you know, people see it on Instagram and they don't realise you can come and stay here. You can yeah. stay in the village, yeah. which is magic. To be able to stay here, it, because then it stops it from just becoming a museum. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and it's, it's wonderful. Should we carry on? Lovely. Let's go. So he was, as we're going into the village now, um, Clough felt very strongly, whichever way you come in, you have to work under an arch. And then you've arrived in the village after you walk under the right. arch. So the first arch we're going to go underneath is Gatehouse, okay. uh, built in 1954. And the tricks on it are the windows are too small to mm -hmm. make it look bigger than it actually is. And can you see the four-tier painting scheme on it? Light shade at the top, dark shade at the oh, bottom. Oh, yeah. To make it look old and damp. So he was ageing it, but the way so he's painting it. So it's not actually it, damp? No. Do you know what? I've heard people stand here and say, well, I wouldn't stay in there. It's be horrible and damp. It's like, no, it's not. We painted like that every five years, you know? So we're still keeping the tricks going, you know? I have a two-part question. So first question is, who's the most famous person who's stayed here? <laughs> and then the second part is, who's the most famous person you've seen here? So, so many. Pot Million has always been a creative hub for creative people. Yeah. Okay, so, so going back to the wartime. Uh, Noel Coward wrote Blythe Spirit here. Oh my god! So, Nodding along. I knew, I knew that. <laughs> so I can tell you which building he did it in as well. Oh my god, yeah. when we go to our rooms, I'm going to read that book cover to cover before it's dinner. Brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> wow. So I'm a huge music fan. It's always been uh, so fantastic that for me mm. personally, 
being a huge Beatles fan, yeah. that the Beatles yeah. came here. All four of them at the same time? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And um, of all the Beatles, George Harrison came back okay. m- most often. He was the one who really got Clough's idea of thinking outside the yeah. box. I mean, he was, he was quite spiritual, wasn't he? Yeah. And, uh, He's the one I fancy the most. He's the best Beatle. Yeah. He even had his 50th birthday party with us. Which is great. I've spoken to staff who were here at the time when the Beatles were here. Yeah. I said, what was it like? 1964, 1966, when mm. at the peak fame. Well, they were just four people wandering through the village. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, that must be lovely for them because it, yeah. they couldn't go anywhere without getting mobbed, I guess, no. you know? But they were here. And God, who else would have come to his birthday party? Jules Holland was, was also here. Yeah. And um, they had this jamming session in the, where you are tonight, in the bar of the hotel. <gasps> Uh, there was a piano there. I would have loved to have been. How good would it have been to fly on the wall for the, for that jamming session? Generally, really? I feel breathless just thinking about it. <laughs> but that wow. you know, so lovely. There but would have been someone who's like, "Play Hey Jude" <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, who, so who's the most famous, famous person you've seen? Oh uh, well, I, I guess with the idea that Cliff didn't want permanent to become a museum should be mm. used in my creative influence. I, I had a meeting with, with Robin, the, the Clough's grandson, and he said, well, what can we do? And I said, well, I think musicians would know the place mm. because they'll definitely know the prisoner because Patrick McGowan was, was you know, such a superstar. And mm. then um, we, we, we did our first festival, Festival Number 6 mm. here. And then New Order asked to headline the first... Uh, yeah. no, and it was, it was just lovely. And on the Monday morning, they asked for the tour, so I took them around on tour. And... Um, Bernard Sumner, I, I could give him my card, and he said, oh, um, I sent you a letter about four years ago, complaints or something, you know? <laughs> I said, no, 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 we, we'd been here as a day visitor. I love that blue you've painted in the bell tower. And I asked, can you send me that as a, as a, as a fob? And I, and I did, and I painted my kitchen the code, he said. No! So it was just wow. how prominent can, can so then it is we, a great blue colour. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's nice to know the colour of Peter Hook's kitchen as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You mentioned the um, Cliff's grandson, yes. so the family's still very much involved. Absolutely, hands on every day. Yeah. yeah. Is um is he available? Um, <laughs> what's up an interview? <laughs> no, she doesn't want that. <laughs> no, no, oh, not alas, damn alas, it. no. <laughs> Stop treating this like Tinder. <laughs> Can I ask? Paul, maybe, he had a very specific vision, and he lived to a brilliant age. But is there, will it ever develop? Will anything ever change? Well, um, there was one building that he designed and it wasn't built. And the Lion Cottage wasn't built. It was designed by Clough. And we have an interview with him saying if anything else should be built, it should only be the Lion Cottage. Mm. I would love for us to be able to do that for our centenary in 2026, to build the last cottage that Clough designed here. So. Yeah. You'll have to put your names down now to be the first people to stay in Lion yeah. Cottage, hopefully, if we can do it in That's 2026. Yes. So. We'll top and tail. I'll fight <laughs> off the remaining Beatles to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I can take Ringo. <laughs> so we're here at the restaurant at the Hotel Port Marion. We have just had an incredible tasting menu. I had full vegan tasting menu, which is so rare. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll just sort of be like, here's a bean, enjoy it. Um, and then you had full meat. And um, my partner has joined us, yeah. eaten vegan, gluten-free, and we've all had an incredible... And Joe, our producer, is eating vegetarian. So we've bought the most difficult dietary appointments <laughs> along with us. The most antisocial. I the yeah. table when we came it in. It sounds like a, a table of mystery shoppers that we're really trying to stretch. But it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, and we are uh, sat here now with the chef. Yeah, so my name's Mark Fredgill. I'm the head chef at Hotel Port Medion. 
Actually, you look very clean for a chef who's just done a full shift. Yeah, yeah, I've changed my apron. I love you. Yeah. You put on your Sunday best for us. I always keep on the backup. For press engagements for two like every this. Day, yeah. So how long have you worked here then? So as head chef is 12 years. Wow. So I've worked here previously as a predator. Genuinely, I want to know what your skincare regime yeah, is. You look like a baby. Did you start working here as quite a young age then? Yeah, I started here at uh, 50 years old, so straight from school, so it's a day after basically. So I already had the job before I started my exams. So I couldn't wait to start really. Yeah. I'm so glad that people as talented and absolutely smashy in the field are staying in Wales. Yeah. Because otherwise people like us who grew up in Wales, like if you don't see people doing it, how do you know that that's a job that you can do? Yeah. And is it important to you to stay here? And because I could taste some Welsh yeah. and there was definitely Helen Moore yeah. Yeah, in there. So I can taste local stuff. Yeah. Is that important to you? Yeah, it is important. And if we can get it locally, we'll get it. Mm. But if we can get something better, we'll take it further afield. Yeah. But we just wait for seasons. Yeah. I think this pre when I went to France to work, because when I worked there in the south, you had to go pick your own produce. So in the morning, you'd go and pick the fish, pick the vegetables. So that was mm. like a learning, I've seen the different produce. Yeah. Well, it's so good to find out that it's seasonal, which means that I can justify coming back here at least four times a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so on the taster menu yeah. that we just had, what is your favourite? Well, the taste menu at the moment, the, you had the meat one, didn't you? Yeah. That's the grapeish menu. It's so it's got Samtar and Samtar. Yeah, so Robin's, I thought it'd be nice to have it on for now. Well, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. I really like so. the Caesar salad. Oh, the crab, yeah. It's just like a, just a mouthful. Yeah. How you got all the textures yeah. and then one mouthful. It was incredible. Yeah. No, it's a good one. That's been on yeah. before as well. What cartoon was that? Yeah. <laughs> Sally Manley, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, at the moment, until I think it's May, that menu's on. Okay. Just a greenish menu then. How was that, taking part in something like that? It's good. I don't know, just give it all, I thought. Mm. And I went through to the final. So. Amazing. You seem so chilled, though. You are really yeah. chilled. I just, I'm, Best yeah. chefs, though. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm quite a chill person, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever introduced a dish that really hasn't worked? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Instantly yeah. go big or go home. Yeah, really? 30 all at once. I would did after the mains, like a pallet cleanser, so I did the Bloody Mary. Okay. It's like we did sorbet, celery puree, celery cress. Mm. I put, it was so strong and so spicy. It was, it was so powerful. <laughs> so I did an excuse saying it's meant to be powerful, it's one mouthful. Yeah. yeah. It's way yeah. too um, strong. Do you have sleepless nights about stuff like that? Yeah, because my wife says sometimes I get up and say, is it someone put the chicken in the oven and stuff? Like, Unbelievable. Nice. The dedication. And a chef, yeah. you've got to hold a whole restaurant in your head, your whole team in your head, yeah. and you're, it's physically hard work. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, you know, you're sweating, the temperature's mad, you're working incredibly quickly. Like, yeah. it's, I've got so much respect for what you do. Yeah. And to, like, love it and not phone it in. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it's, it's a bit like what we do performance-wise, Every night as you're yeah. starting again, yeah. all yeah. those people, it's yes, the first live, time they've seen you. It's like, they enjoyed yeah. it last night, yeah. Yeah. you're having to perform <laughs> again, to this yeah. night. And they yeah. will only talk about the one they didn't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to smash it every, every time. time. No yeah. brush, mate. Yeah. You've got to smash it every, every time. time. The bloody no, it's true. Sorbet, yeah. And every service is different. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the team changes. Mm. So, so if you've got this yeah. guy here, you have to, okay, he's with me today, so you have to change slightly. Name names. So yeah, you have to be careful sometimes. 
Yeah, I bet. I'm obsessed with Port Marion, and I read the book that he wrote about making this place. Yeah. And when it started, the restaurant, the chef was central to it. It was yeah. like he was the main person who was yeah. drawing people in as yeah. well and it was the restaurant that helped this place push forward yeah. and wow. and now with what you're doing with you know being on Great British Menu yeah. and things like yeah. that it's it's back on you again yeah yeah it no is. pressure it is. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy another sleepless night yeah. <laughs> falling yeah, out is. covers yeah <laughs> thank you so much yeah, it's been so nice it was amazing tonight thank you so much yeah. oh, lovely. Nice yeah. I can't believe you're chilling you're so chilled yeah. oh yeah. my god I make Sunday lunch for my parents like I'm yeah. more stressed than this <laughs> Well, Borda. Borda. Good morning. I said that way too cheery. Like, I, I aimed too high then with Borda, because now my voice has gone all the way down. <laughs> We're reaching new octaves here at breakfast at Port Marion, um, which was so nice, delicious. And um, one of those yeah. ones where there's, like, multiple courses for breakfast. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Oh, God, I've had a delicious vegan breakfast muffin. I feel ready for the day. No muffin. Croissant. No, I had that as well. Do you well. know what I'm finished <laughs> All right, thanks for shopping me on that, on the old carb intake. But we were saying here, one of the amazing things is the staff in the restaurant are incredible. Yeah. They're all bilingual. They're all really friendly in a way that this could be a really posh, off-putting restaurant. Yeah. But it's not because they're so warm. Yeah. And funny and pretty sound. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So we're having breakfast and then we're heading off to Porto Mad Dog. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get on... And I think this is the perfect way to start the day. On a, on a lovely train ride. Yeah. I love a steam railway. Yeah. I like to imagine that I'm fleeing from my husband. In That's the, what you in, like to imagine. In the 19th century. <laughs> with like a carpet bag. And I'm going to go off to Belgium or something. I don't know. I like to pretend that I am dressed as a man and I'm sort of faking my way into medical school. <laughs> and I'm going to be a pioneer. <laughs> Everyone else does that, right? That's why my moustache is so prominent yeah. this morning. <laughs> Should we go and have a sordid affair on the train? Absolutely. Right, let's yeah. do it. See you there. touches everything differently like it, no mountain is lit up the same way no. or the same shade everything's completely different so and they've gorgeous. all um, they found a lovely light as Susie Ruffalo say I found a lovely light <laughs> um, so yeah we're on the um, mountain spirit you may be able to hear is it is that the name of the train no just the feeling I have today yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because it's on the door a sprid a manethoi yeah. yeah yeah and it goes it starts or we certainly got on at Porto Mad Dog mm -hmm. and it goes stops all the way along at these beautiful old sort of Victorian stations it's a gorgeous shiny steam train yeah like a murder would have been done on <laughs> and it goes all the way to Belina Fastignoc yeah it's it's winding its way through it's really relaxing yeah it's like you're being rocked like a baby and it's really historic this is great brochure that tells you the history of the areas we're passing through of the railway itself and there's a conductor who comes around and stamps your tickets as well yeah old school 
I'm Oliver Bennett. I've been working on the road for around about 24 years this August. I started when I was 11. Whoa. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How's that allowed? <laughs> Not allowed anymore, of course. So you obviously love trains then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. brought home down here yeah. when I was little, about six months old. My grandparents had a holiday cottage in Nevin. Nevin, another great part of it. Yeah, part of, oh, really of course, good, yeah. 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 On the other side of the yeah. coastline. So what is it you love so much about this railway then? Um, just chatting to the people, yeah. giving them stories, information. We're at Tannabalk at the moment. There used to be a lady here, but she used to bring the engine drivers their tea and coffees. Is she the lady who dressed up in traditional yes, Welsh costume to Welsh do it? Costume, yeah. Yeah, she knew yeah. how to get money out of people. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. Got on one of those little hats. Yeah, of course, yeah. When we were passing through um, towards the beginning, I think we were at Penryn, yeah. or Minforth it was, mm. and I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's beautiful. There's bedding, <laughs> plants there. There's It's being repainted. Yeah. Is that, all, is that volunteers doing Most it? Most of it's volunteers, <gasps> wow. yeah. yeah. Um, the reason why we try to make that one so nice and beautiful is because just up the road is Port Merion. Yes, the town village, of course, yeah. where Prisoner was filmed. Yeah. yeah, so you Botox that one, so it's yeah. as good looking as <laughs> yeah. the village. But we try to make four over stations as well. Yeah. That's so lovely. Because so. I've seen lots of um, a big spread in age. There's people here with their dogs as yeah. well. It feels like there's something for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't just do this journey. We do little journeys to this station here at Tannabalt. We do little journeys over towards Bethgel on our other railway towards Carnarvon, mm. and we like to let people just enjoy the ride and yeah. not do too much if they have little children or dogs yeah. or yeah. you know keep them entertained in yeah, yeah, terms, yeah. yeah have you ever pulled the horn well yes <laughs> I, I had a i had a footplate ride a few years ago so it was a completely different experience beyond the footplate so. oh yeah I yeah. imagine and you seem like you love your job as well oh yes yeah. oh. i won't do anything else for the world no. oh. <laughs> do you know what i spend a lot of time on trains that aren't steam powered and I've never met anyone who works for railway who likes their job. <laughs> You're a breath of fresh air. Someone isn't just selling stale sandwiches. <laughs> well actually this is one train that was on time. Yes, it's true as well, it's true. Well we try our best. <laughs> You've been fantastic Oliver, thank you so, so much you for very chatting. Much. Thank you. See you again soon. Yeah. See you later. I feel like I'm being lulled into a false sense of security here because I'm so relaxed yeah. because of the rocking of the train and in about half an hour I'm going to be thrown down a mountain. The thought of trying to squeeze into a harness, to be hoisted into the air and thrown through yeah. an old slate quarry. For anyone who hasn't guessed yet and I think thinking that we're going to do something really sadistic, <laughs> we're going to go on a zipline. We're going to go on a zipline. Have you been on a zipline? No, I haven't. I've no, been I've to the never. amazing, the bounce below there, uh, okay. which is phenomenal because it's in the it's in the old quarry, so it's the, yeah. these hollowed out caves, and it's really yeah. fun. But now I'm going to be hanging from a very small bit of wire. Yeah, because I was thinking, would I prefer bounce down below? But then I've had two kids, and I I think maybe the zip line is the best option for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people who wasn't scared of heights as a child, but as I've got older and yeah. sort of, you know, I don't like scary rides no. now. You're more I, aware of your mortality. Yeah, I'm more aware of my mortality if I like put a jumper on going down the stairs, let alone <laughs> if I get on a zip line. So let's enjoy the last bit of calm. And yeah, this serene, lovely blast from the past before we get hurled across the countryside <laughs> on the harness. your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap 
because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, you join us at a quite a monumental bleak phase in our lives, I would say. <laughs> so we're at the Llechwith Slate Quarry, mm-hmm. the home of Zip World. And we're about to do an absolutely massive zip line and there's sort of <laughs> a little bird hide shed that we're in now where you can watch them. <laughs> First thing I'm watching now, they look so calm. Yeah, they're probably passed out. <laughs> Yeah, or on beta blockers. <laughs> and we forgot to get the wristband where you get beta blockers with it. <laughs> oh, gosh, someone's going to go out now. Oh, oh right. Tim Diach. <laughs> See you at the bottom. It'll be great. It'll be great. You'll be buzzing at the bottom. Post zip line. Feet on the ground. Adrenaline <laughs> gland completely burned out. <laughs> I had a big moment when at the we top. were sat down in the harness ready to go, and I looked over at you, and the look you gave me. I think I was, the last thing I said to you is, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And they were like, Tree, die, Ian. And then the gig was <laughs> over, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm here doing it. Also, I was profoundly worried about losing my wellies. Yeah. But you kept them. I kept Yay. my wellies. So, yeah. <laughs> One of the amazing things I wasn't expecting is that you would see so much yeah. from the zip lines because it's the best view you're going to get yeah. going over these huge, amazing, man-made sort of caverns and valleys. Well, it, it, there's some speeds to it, but not too much that you're not able to take stuff in. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Uh, generally the hardest part for me was getting on scales in front of people. <laughs> I will say to anyone else who's fat listening. The number is away from you, but they're still right on your wrist. And like, if you're lucky like me, they've got a special parachute to slow you down because you have too much velocity inherently. The parachute was cute, though. Was it? You, I couldn't you see adorable. it because it was buffeting behind me. Like a huge red billowing stigma. It's the, the colour of my blood pressure chart and my risk of diabetes. <laughs> I actually was weirdly calm and it's beautiful. I mean, this is quite a blind day. I think you yeah. get this in summer, but it's got these gorgeous sort of mists rolling across the hills and yeah. it's stunning. It's almost yeah. like the best way to see it. Yeah, it really is. And it's busy today yeah. and it's off-peak in yeah. terms of the season. and I can imagine the summer, it's absolutely heaving. Yes, I imagine so. And there's low, it's really family-orientated yeah. in a really great way. There's like, well, where we're sat right now is, uh, you know, there's like a little cake shop behind us. There's a little playground here. Your picnic tables, there's loads to do. Yeah. And even just sitting here, I feel like the air is so clean yeah, here. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the minutes I shaved off my life from doing those zip lines... <laughs> It's adding back on again <laughs> with all the fresh air. We're going to be staying here, which I didn't realise because no. I don't read the itinerary. 
but we are <laughs> staying here. Yeah, on some pods on the sides of the mountain, um, which we saw on the way down um, that last zip line. Um, and they look so cute. Really and, cute glamping pods. Yeah, and they have chimneys, so I'm hoping that means a fire. Yes. Oh, well, I'm glad that I got to experience this with you and that we survived it together. <laughs> I like being with you. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're sat in a nice warm room. Oh, it's such a nice room. <laughs> and you have a gin and tonic, mm-hmm. and I have a rum and coke. And our civilised guest has a cup of tea. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're in Plas Weynith, mm-hmm. which is the hotel on site at Lechweth. Yeah. And we have got a wonderful guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Yes, my name's Michael Buick, and I'm the managing director here at JW Graves. How long have you been involved with this incredible site? I've been here about 10 years now in total. You're part of the UNESCO World Heritage Site here, which yes. is a huge thing. But I wonder how that feels as a business, because it means you have to, you can't just endlessly put this here, put that there, or mm. are you seeing it as a badge of honour to work with, or is it actually quite inconvenient? We worked really closely with the World Heritage Team to talk about what we might be able to do in the future or what we might not be able to do in the future and they really understood this was always a working quarry and has been since 1840 so there's always been jobs it's always been about building things so thinking about the zip lines that you've just been on historically the quarries would have been crisscrossed with metal cables that were used to carry the slate waste from one place to another so you think about that and then you think about this landscape and it sort of all makes sense I mean, we did look like bags of slate waste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's from the best angle. Slate waste is the, about the closest to a compliment I'm going to get today. I don't <laughs> There's probably 25 miles of tunnels down there. And one of the big things that happened 10 years ago was when we first met Zipworld. And they came here and first of all built Bounce Below, then the zip lines. Then Zipwell Caverns, which is an amazing underground climbing experience, and now they've just built the underground crazy golf course, the world's only underground crazy is golf it? course, I think. Oh wow! Clang. Yeah. There he goes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Gotta say it. Yeah. So, with all these like miles and miles of underground stuff, is it as much as your imagination could do, really? Because you've got this almost endless expanse. Oh, completely. For example, now. We work with the Snowdonia cheese people who store cheese underground mm. to mature the cheese. So there are currently, not far from where you are today, 20 tonnes of cheddar. Which are Don't being say stored. that. Oh, my. Because about right. one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I'm going to be, be going out about. <laughs> like a pig with truffles. Yeah. Small snack, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely right. So you're, wow. you're right. Whatever the imagination can do. Being fairly local from North Wales, yeah. I'm very aware of um, meaningful employment. Yes. And actually, you know, we're seeing so many like local people employed here and, and there's mm-hmm. a million different things you can do here. Yeah. Also, they're not just sort of clipping you into the thing. They give you a history tour, they do a briefing, yeah. there's a bit of public speaking. And that compared to what their ancestors might have been doing, which is just working here until their bodies gave out in their yeah. 40s, yeah. is such a positive sign of how we can use what we have in Wales, but yes. evolve it into something that, that brings people over here and mm-hmm. still be world leaders in that is really exciting. Well, yeah, because one of the guys who's doing the tour for us, I asked him if any yep. of his ancestors yep. used to mm-hmm. work here, and they did. Yep. So it's really interesting then to hear from him, someone who's descended from people mm-hmm. who would have mm-hmm. pulled stone out yeah. of the, the mountainside and he's working here now. Mm. And one of the things I'm proudest of is that now, here, there are more people employed than at any time since the late 70s 
when the quarries were still operating. Yeah. But actually what's really important is to try and develop jobs that have a high enough value mm. that people can, you know, have a mortgage, raise their yeah. kids and stay here. Yeah. You know, that that's the sort of the big aim, isn't yeah. it, really, to make that happen for this yeah. bit of North Wales. It's Absolutely. really good to hear that you're mindful of that as well, because mm. it is one of the big issues in, in Welsh communities at the moment, that, you know, people want to stay where they grew up. And one of the things about the World Heritage Site, which is really encouraging, is that, of course, World Heritage brings people who are interested they don't just want to come and have a great time, they want to do that, but they also want to learn about the culture and the history. Yeah. And so if we can have tourism that brings people who want to sort of have fun, but also learn and discover what Wales is about, that's, you know, that's the golden shop, really. It is important that people yeah. get a sense of where they are and, mm. and how this has become what it is mm. now. Yeah. And how life was really tough around here. Yeah. Mm. And then it's nice to see that nice contrast of the local people working here having loads of fun yeah. mm -hmm. in their job, mm -hmm. yeah. which is wonderful. Definitely. Any well, job you get to have a carabiner and a fleece, I always think it's fun, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. off record, both of my nightmares, but... <laughs> <laughs> lovely to see us someone who grew up not far away Blaina had a bit of a reputation of being quite bleak sort of no mm -hmm. nothing place and but now I think that there's you know you could you could absolutely find your groove and find your thing here yeah, yeah. yeah. it's wonderful no. so have you tested everything that's on offer here <laughs> okay have you bounced <laughs> bounce below is fabulous because right. I think it's fun because anybody can go on it and I am like the most scared of heights and the general manager who is such a nice man went you've got to <laughs> so I did and I was so scared but you know what I had a great time oh, and it was brilliant. really good fun it's I, fantastic. I really need to try it it's really fun although I have had two kids and <laughs> <laughs> bouncing about like my pelvic floor everything is bouncing me. below if you go on it <laughs> Everybody knows they need to be slightly careful on that one. Yeah, for sure. Have some towels sure. on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, real pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for real doing pleasure. this as well. It's I just love it when I see people investing in North Wales and the people in North Wales. It's yes. really important. It's really important. So thank you. It's a unique and special place, isn't it? It's it really place. is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Diolch around. Borda, Borda. What a view to wake up to incredible it's got rock face it's got a bit of mist because you can see so far down mm. the valley and you can yeah. see so many mountain ranges on the way down i don't mm. even know the names of all of them and every single one of them has different shadowing and a different type of light yeah. hitting it it's, it's yeah it's stunning it looks pure tolkien yes the glamping tent i mean these things are called tents but mm. they don't feel like a tent at all no until you're in the bathroom you look up and you're like oh yeah that's sort of Reinforced PVC <laughs> buffering above my head. Yeah, you could put a knife through it. Yeah, <laughs> but they are so cosy. Oh gosh, it was so lovely. And being in that lovely big warm bed last night, all right, all cutched up. Enjoy your single, mate. I did, thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I need. <laughs> You're more petite than I. Oh, shut you up. didn't have to have a red parachute on the zip line, so you have to go in the smaller. I feel bed. like I missed out. I want a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this this sound of it. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> flicking open is like, oh, God. Like your water's breaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my self-esteem instead. <laughs> it was really kutchy in there and it was gorgeous. Mm. Going there as the sun was going down. Yeah, put the uh, fire on straight away. First thing we did. On a clear night, the stars would be absolutely yeah. spectacular. Yeah. And then waking up, 
and it was just beautiful mm. and so quiet here. Yeah. Also, I love that they uh, sort of send a f- sort of hardcore four by four type machine up yeah. just to take our sort of pathetic suitcases down <laughs> to the car park, which is absolutely a walk, but also thank you. Yeah. I, I think one one thing we haven't really mentioned about this part of the world is how m- many Welsh speakers work in tourism and hospitality. Mm. So if you were to holiday in this area and you wanted to practice your Welsh as mm. a learner, it's a great place to do it because most people, you know, if you start with Welsh, they will talk back to you in Welsh. Dwi'n I agree. Oh, yeah. All right, don't show off. Well, because as a Welsh learner, I actually find it really hard to practice because yeah. where I live, everyone knows me as an English speaker. And whereas here, if you go in with a like, bit of confidence in Welsh, they'll always, they'll always reply to you in Welsh, which yeah. is great. It just shows how naturally the languages now coexist in, in places, uh, yeah. in, in North Wales in particular, I think. Great. I'm going to go and look for um, a Zipwild snood now. You were genuinely eyeing one of those up. I went for a natural Welsh made deodorant and you went for a... Shows where we are in our lives. (laughs) Um, So this has been a lovely episode on Port Meiron and Blanavistinion. I've been Lisa Sears. I've been Kira Pritchard-McLean. This has been Pod of Wales, produced by Little Wonder in association with Visit Wales.